As a medical professional, you're probably consumed by your work. Because of that, you likely miss out on big opportunities to protect and grow the wealth you work so hard for. Luckily, through passive real estate investing, you can place your capital in the hands of trusted syndicators who do all the legwork while you sit back and let your money work for you. Syndicators like Ascent Equity Group. Ascent Equity Group is led by three medical professionals turned full-time real estate investors who have secured a quarter of a billion dollars in assets in just three years. And their latest opportunity, Sunrise and Chandler, is open now. Sunrise and Chandler is an exciting 177-unit value-add multifamily opportunity in the affluent city of Chandler, Arizona. This Class B asset in a Class A location was secured at a significant discount and is already cash flowing out of the gate, with 89% of the units still in need of renovation. Sunrise and Chandler is close to meeting its capital raising goal and will be closing soon. So if you'd like to learn more, visit ascentequitygroup.com forward slash best deal to schedule a call. That's A-S-C-E-N-T equitygroup.com slash best deal. This opportunity is open to accredited investors only. A lot of people ask me how to find a mentor. And a lot of people say, hey, can you be my mentor? In my opinion, if you're asking the question, can you be my mentor? You're probably always going to get the no answer. Isn't it just the best when a software comes out that makes your life easier, makes you more money, and by the way, it's free? Well, welcome to Stessa, today's best ever sponsor. Stessa is a smarter income and expense tracking software for property owners. It allows you to track, manage, and communicate the performance of your real estate assets. So basically, it helps you make more money by looking at your properties in one dashboard. It's a beautiful dashboard, by the way. And it shows you the KPIs, the key performance indicators that you care about. What's the value? How much cash flow are you getting? What's the debt that you have on the properties? What are you bringing in monthly? What are you bringing in annually? And it allows you to have a quick snapshot, not only of your properties, but also come tax time, it's a breeze because you can scan receipts and invoices directly from the phone app and Stessa will automatically read and categorize them for you. No more data entry. It's been talked about in Forbes, New York Times, Wall Street Journal, and all it takes is just a few minutes to add your properties, link the accounts, and everything updates in real time. Without Stessa, I was looking at my portfolio on an infrequent basis. I'm talking about my single-family home portfolio. I got three single-family homes, and I didn't realize that I had trapped equity. But if I was looking at it from a dashboard that Stessa has, then I would have realized that, hey, I got a portfolio value of X and I've got debt on it of Y. Holy cow, look at all this trapped equity. I'm missing out. And with Stessa, that won't happen. So go to stessa.com forward slash best ever. And it's free. It's free. Stessa.com forward slash best ever. Best ever listeners, how are you doing? Welcome to the best real estate investing advice ever show. I'm Joe Fairless. This is the world's longest running daily real estate investing podcast. We only talk about the best advice ever. We don't get into any of that fluffy stuff with us today. Colin Smith. How are you doing, Colin? I'm doing pretty well, Joe. How about yourself? I'm doing pretty well as well and looking forward to our conversation a little bit about Colin. He is a 28-year-old engineer who fell in love with real estate. He owns a boutique brokerage, and it is called Solid Rock Realty, and it consists of two full-time employees and six agents. He has syndicated flips, 
a small apartment community, and owns a portfolio himself based in Colorado Springs, Colorado. With that being said, Colin, you want to give the best ever listeners a little bit more about your background and your current focus? Sure, absolutely. So originally got a degree in engineering, was an engineer for the county for about four years, but really didn't love it very much. So during that time, I bought a house, a four-bedroom house, and rented out the other three bedrooms. One of the guys who came and lived with me was just starting to flip houses and got his real estate license. So I really learned a lot from him on how the whole game is played, but realized I really didn't have the capital to flip properties myself. So I thought, well, there's really only a few people involved in the flip. So why don't I become the real estate agent to help find deals for other investors so I could build that capital? And so that's exactly what I did when got real estate license and through the whole process, actually kind of fell in love with the whole real estate game. I'm no longer an engineer, actually. So currently just doing real estate full time as an agent, have this small company. And really kind of my niche is working with investors and really enjoy what I do now. I don't remember coming across someone who used to be an engineer and now is full-time real estate agent. There's no question there. That's just a comment. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? I got a lot of weird looks when I was still going through that transition. They said, what do you do? I said, well, I'm an engineer for the county, but I'm also a realtor and trying to make that a full-time gig. And just got a lot of people thought, huh. Well, that's different. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's cool. It's fun to hear your story. It it is different. When you were an engineer for the county, what kind of engineer were you? I was actually a traffic engineer. It wasn't really my favorite job. My job was really road signs and road markings. Uh And you joke around with some engineers saying, oh yeah, you make sidewalks. That was pretty true. And it was (laughs) pretty boring. (laughs) What was your major? Civil engineering. Civil engineer. Got it. Okay. So it was civil engineering with a specialty in traffic. Okay. Yeah. Well, you made the bed you slept in then if you put a specialty in traffic. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you were an engineer and you started house hacking, had a four bedroom. One of the people who were renting a bedroom from you was a fix and flipper. And then you didn't have the money to do fix and flip. So you thought you'd be a real estate agent. And that would help you make some money in order to do those fix and flips. So you became a full-time agent. Was there overlap with you as a traffic engineer and as a real estate agent? Yeah, I'd say it was probably a solid two years. I was kind of almost working full-time for both. It was a 410 schedule for the county. So I'd get up early, get over there. I'd use all of my breaks for making phone calls, returning phone calls, or shooting over and doing showings if it was nearby. And then usually doing showing in the evenings and then weekends and days off, I was doing showings or closings or inspections or something of that nature. So it was kind of a grueling two years of trying to make that transition. And what was the milestone that you decided that you had reached it so you were no longer going to be a traffic engineer and you're going to be full-time as an agent? I realized I had made as much money as a real estate agent in about six months for what I was going to make for the entire year at the county. Mm-hmm. So kind of realized hmm, the numbers are looking a whole lot better in one direction. That was a two-year process from when you got your license to when you had that six-month mark of income. Yes, I think that's right, about two years. Okay. And when you had your full-time job and you had your job as a real estate agent, during those two years as a real estate agent, What were you doing that 
eventually set you up so that you were making more or as much in six months as an agent than you were as a traffic engineer in 12? Sure. Good question. So what I kind of set myself up was, is I was constantly networking with other investors, other realtors, other wholesalers, and always seeing how I could provide value. So part of what I did is I sort of built my own small cash buyers list. I would scour the MLS on a daily basis. I would look for decent deals. And then if I found what I thought was a decent deal, I would go ahead and run a comparable market analysis on, on what I think it would probably be selling for as the after repair value and send that out to the investors with both the listing and the CMA. So it was a great way for investors just to immediately have all the information right in front of them. They can make offers quickly. So I'd help them both buy the property and then sell it. And then with wholesalers, a lot of times what I was doing is they're talking to a lot of sellers who don't want to sell nickels on the dollar. They're looking to sell for top dollar. So we'd come to agreement to work together where I'd work a lot of their seller leads or help them find leads as well if a seller is looking for a quick close. Mm -hmm. So really just did a lot of networking, provide a lot of value to other people and kind of got my name out there that way. What's the compensation on that? We'll go with the wholesaler one for them if you find someone who wants to sell quickly? Usually I wasn't actually charging anything. It was more often I was getting more leads from them than I was giving to the wholesaler. Uh -huh. So I kind of just did it pro bono. So it wasn't a very often situation. Vice versa, what I was doing, and I go through a lot of attorney paperwork to make this happen, but in Colorado, I cannot pay an unlicensed individual referral fee. So instead, I'm hiring some of these wholesalers as part-time assistants and paying them commissions on leads that they brought to me. I'm sure you met a lot of wholesalers and more than who you actually sent leads to. So the ones you chose to send leads to versus the ones you did not choose to send leads to, assuming that's a correct assumption, what differentiated the two groups? Well, I've probably met with, and something else I've been doing with both wholesalers and people who want to get fix and flip is I would spend hour, two hours with them to kind of teach them business and teach them ways in which they could get started. Even though I wasn't personally doing what they're doing, I knew enough to be dangerous to teach them what to do. So that was another great way to find new clients is that they're brand new, but they had the resources or the time to go out and do these things. With that being said, a very small percent of the population that I actually met with took what I said and ran with it. Most of them would sort of give up or fail or just never really get started, sort of get the analysis paralysis. So if I were to send a lead to one of the other wholesalers, it was usually to the ones who are doing the most deals and the ones who are also giving me leads as well. All right, let's transition into your small apartment complex. How big is the small apartment complex? That is a 19 unit. And what made that deal really interesting, it's 19 units but split up as two fourplexes, one triplex, and an eight unit. And it also has a vacant piece of land we can build another eight units on. And what's also great about it is that each building is on its own lot and parcel number. So we'll be able to sell them off individually to FHA and VA buyers. You said we. Who's we? Small group of six guys that we use to syndicate that deal together since just finding enough cash to both purchase it, but also the renovation cost was almost as expensive as buying the complex itself. Oh, wow. What were the numbers for the purchase and the renovations? Purchase price was seven eighty five. Renovations were looking about 650000 
And did you get financing for either one? Yes, well, we are using a hard money lender to both purchase and for the renovations, well, about half the renovations, and we'll refi into a longer term commercial loan here in the next, well, I'd say most renovations are done in the next eight to nine months. How long ago did you purchase this? About two months ago. So oh, we're just getting underway. I've done about eight evictions in the last two months for this property. The previous owner was trying to manage this 19 units from Tennessee. And if anyone sent him a check, he'd send him a key in the mail. <laughs> so it's really been turning around a lot of the tenant quality as well. Mm-hmm. What are the six partners? Is it you plus six or are you included in the six? I'm included in the six. I have one other co-managing member and then the other four more passive investor members. Okay. And what's a structure that you have with them that you're using? In this particular case, we did a little bit untraditional and just did an equity split. So the co-manager and I will get a percentage for managing the project. And then the rest of it will be an equity split based on capital contributions to the investment. Okay. And then as this property turns around and we start cash flowing, we'll also do quarterly splits based off those same numbers. Got it. And do you have an ownership percentage in it? Yes. In fact, I hold the largest percentage. Right. I did bring capital to the deal as well, but then with managing aspect as well, that helped bump my percentage up. Oh, cool. Well, congrats on that. And so you you got a group of six. So basically you've got limited partners, your four investors who are more passive and general partners, right? Correct. Okay. So for the general partnership, what's the general partnership ownership? 90%. Okay. So 10% to the managing members. Okay. So 10% to you and your co-manager. Correct. Got it. So 90% to limited partners, 10% to general partners, plus you've got money in the deal. So your ownership is greater than whatever you split between your partner. Is it probably 50-50? For that section, yes, it is 50-50. Right. Okay. Got it. Cool. And how did you come up with that structure? So a lot of the other guys I know personally. So it was just a way to, I guess, sort of do this deal with friends and make it a fun way of structuring it that everybody wins and does fairly well in it. And assuming all the numbers come out right, then everybody should win together. If it doesn't, I guess we'll all lose together at the same time. (laughs) But uh, they've got a lot of faith in me and I, that's right. That's right. So I don't suspect that'll be the case because we bought it at such a low price that it's too good of a deal to pass up. And some of it also, I had to try and raise the capital pretty quickly because my original goal was to actually take this on myself. Mm-hmm. But as I got into it more, I realized I was going to either be over leveraged or was kind of denied by some of the bigger banks with the lower financing rates. Mm-hmm. What's the hard money lender charge? Just curious. We are doing, I think it was two points and 8% interest with interest only loans. Got it. You said interest only loans? Interest-only payments. (laughs) Right, right. right. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. And that is, I know you're going to be getting out of it is the plan in about nine months. So around 12 months total. But how long is that loan in case something bad happens and you have to have it longer? 12 months with permission to do a 12-month extension. Got it. Okay, cool. And what have been some of the lessons you've learned so far or maybe not lessons learned you learned so far, but just things you've experienced besides the evictions that you think we should talk about? You know, honestly, this one has been pretty straightforward. 
I've done some splits in the past, so using some of the same contractors. We got a lot of quotes. We had quite a bit of time to do due diligence on it. So really, by the time we're getting to closing, it's just a matter of starting to pull triggers on things. The first step being getting some of the worst of the worst tenants out. Property, at least according to some of the other tenants, was having a weekly drive-by shooting at it from one unit in particular. So really, it's just been trying to clean everything up and getting everything going. I haven't had any two major headaches or hiccups yet. Sounds like a tough area. You wouldn't think, but I was surprised myself Mm because Colorado Springs is one of those cities that you go blocker to north and it's a great neighborhood. And then you go back down to our street and kind of wonder what the heck happened. Hmm. But hopefully as we clean things up, I think the whole little neighborhood will keep turning around because it's not too far away from downtown, which always helps. Oh yeah. You said the plan is to exit out, refinance out of this hard money loan in 12 months total time and put on a a longer term loan? Yes. And at that point in time, we'll either, if any partners want to get out, we'll do a buyout based on new appraised value or hold it for long term. So there's a little bit of discussion. Some people want to hold it. Some people want to sell it. So we might just structure buyouts for those who want to sell it. And on the sell, regardless of sell or hold on to it, do you all have voting provisions so that everyone has an equal say? Or is it structured some other way? We do. For the most part, we'll do voting just based on a strict number count. But if we had to, we could do votes. And I guess per the operating agreement, technically votes is based on their ownership interest and the total investment. Got it. And so it'd have to hit a certain threshold, like 70% of ownership interest wants to sell or wants to hold on to it. That's right. I think it's a 51%. 51%. Voting. Okay. Got it. Is this the largest collection of properties you've purchased at one time? Yes. And how did you come across this deal? Actually, a wholesaler brought it to me. Originally, in this particular case, because it was such a large deal and a commercial deal, they said, hey, we got this property, but we don't want to use our standard wholesaling contract. They asked me if they could just pay me a small fee to take it over. And so I put all the paperwork together and was going to start helping them get it sold. I started looking a little closer at the numbers and thought, hey, this looks like a great deal. I think I might be interested. So they kind of gave me the first crack at it. I didn't really have to compete for it, thankfully. And actually, at the end of the day, we brought the wholesaler in as one of the members of the investment. So his wholesaling fee is a part of his capital contributions. Oh, that's great. That works out for everyone. Yeah, that worked out really well. What's a wholesaling fee for wholesaling a deal like that to you? His fee was 25000 so originally it was only going to be 20000 And after doing some further inspections, realized it was going to be a lot more work than we originally anticipated. I told him, hey, if you can go back to the seller and get a price reduction, I'll give you an additional 10% of whatever that is in the wholesaling fee. So he negotiated the property $50,000 back down. So went from twenty dollars up to 25000 for him. That's amazing. You should keep that yeah. offer. Like every, <laughs> every uh, yeah, was, negotiated down, I'll give you 5K more. Let's keep this rolling. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. I was more than happy to pay him that much. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's great. Your other properties, what else do you got? My primary home, we're sort of doing the fix and flip model where you hold it for a couple of years and sell it and move into another property that needs renovation. So we're sort of working on finishing up a lot of those renovations at this point in time. The trick there will be getting my wife to want to sell this one. So we'll see if that happens. How many times have you done that with her? This will be our second one. 
Okay, this is so, number two. But she, yeah. she fell in love with the home on this one, so mm-hmm. we'll see. We have another single-family home we've had for a few years, and then I also just purchased another fourplex. That will be another total gut job that we'll work on, putting all back together when it's gutted. Still working on getting two tenants. One particular guy is a disbarred attorney that was a squatter, so he was an interesting guy that I'm still working on trying to get out of there. That would be the worst. It's not only an attorney, but it's a disbarred attorney. So there are no rules there, but they do know what the rules are and how to skirt them. Yes. And thankfully, I was actually just on court for this one on Tuesday. And I actually botched the paperwork. But the judge said, we should really just get this settled because I don't want to see you guys again. And long story short, he kept on trying to overtalk and tell the judge she was wrong. And that upset her. So actually, the whole situation went in my favor. So he's got 30 days to get out. And if he doesn't, then we'll complete the eviction and get the sheriff out there shortly thereafter. So I got lucky on that one. Well, I actually hope he doesn't go out and the sheriff actually has to throw him out. I think you. Oh, would... don't don't tell me that. I, I want to get started on renovations. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fine, fine, fine. I hope. He I, I guess the out. judge told me the same thing though. Right. Yeah. <laughs> With the fourplex that needs the gut renovation, how did you find it? So we do property management as well. So I usually tell people I kind of do all things residential in the real estate. So we'll do both property management and sales. In this particular case, we send out some postcards for growing our property management side of the business. The seller came to me and said, hey, you know, I really want to just get this in our management. I'm sick of it. Here's the situation. So they said, great. Let's go and get that started. And then right after we signed the contract, she said, well, I'm also interested in selling it. Do you think that'd be something you'd help me with? And I said, well, yeah, of course, absolutely. That's really more of what I do than on the property management side because I have an assistant who really takes care of more of the boots on the ground for property management. So I asked, how much do you want to sell it for? And she gave me a number and I said, I think we can make that happen. (laughs) And from there, I said, well, I think I'll be your buyer. I'd be more than happy to make that price happen. And ended up being a very good deal. And she was actually also a real estate agent. So she kind of knew the value of the property and knew that she was giving it to me at a pretty good price. Based on your experience, what's your best real estate investing advice ever? I would say a lot of people ask me how to find a mentor. And a lot of people say, hey, can you be my mentor? In my opinion, if you're asking the question, can you be my mentor? You're probably always going to get the no answer. The better way to approach this is always find something of value to give. Either bring them a deal or be willing to just sit around and help out whenever you can. Or if it's on a flip, maybe go push a broom, clean up, work with contractors, go swing a hammer. You can really learn a lot that way. It's kind of how I learned a lot is just by doing the work and finding deals for people and not expecting being paid. Like we'll do CMAs for people for free all day long. And that really brings a lot of value to them and brings them back working with us. We're going to do a lightning round. You ready for the best ever lightning round? Okay, let's do it. All right, let's do it. First quick word from our best ever partners. Finally, there's a simple way to track rental performance. Stessa, our best ever sponsor, lets real estate investors track, manage, and communicate the performance of our real estate portfolios for free. Go to stessa.com forward slash best ever. You'll always know how your properties are performing with this dashboard. It's a beautiful looking dashboard. And it will help you save time with smarter income and expense tracking. You don't have to do any more data entry. Just upload the stuff directly from your phone. It tracks it in real time. Get organized for tax time. 
with tax ready financials so you can download them instantly. This thing was built by investors for real estate investors. It's been featured in all the publications you can think of. To get set up with your free account, just add your properties, link your accounts, and everything else updates in real time. Stessa.com forward slash best ever. S-T-E-S-S-A.com forward slash best ever to get started. Best ever book you've recently read? Best ever book. I'd probably say The One Thing by Gary Keller. It's a pretty good book. Best ever deal you've done? This fourplex I was just telling you about, I think it'll probably be the best ever deal when it's all finished up. Bought it for about 175 all in, about another 75 for renovations, and should get an appraised value of about 400 Doggies. Wow. There you go. And you read my mind. I was about to ask you the numbers. So I appreciate that. What's a mistake you've made on a transaction? I did syndicate a small flip on a manufactured house and did not know that to get lending on that house, we would have to make sure that the home was never moved and it's always been sitting in its original location. And it was built in 1978 and it had moved in 1979 to the location I bought it from and had no idea. So rather than continuing on with the renovations, we decided to go ahead and just bite the bullet, sell it as is. Even though it was a syndicated flip, I covered 100% of that loss, which ended up being about 17000 So if it's a manufactured home, in order to get financing, it has to have always been at that location? Correct. And there should be a sticker, if not two stickers on the property, one on the outside, one typically is put underneath the sink. And when they move the manufactured homes or mobile homes, they'll usually take that sticker off. Best ever way you like to give back? Usually we'll give to churches and different church organizations. And then a partner and I, actually Brent Bowers, was at by his house. He's the wholesaler that I do a lot of business with. And he was on episode, I think, 1490 of yours. We run a RIA twice a month, the first and third Tuesday of the month, and sort of give back. It's a free RIA that we just like to provide knowledge to new investors and kind of help them get started. How can the best ever listeners learn more about what you got going on and get in touch with you? The best place to find me is just on our website at www.solidrockre.com. From how you got started working the hours that you were working, the four days, 10 hours, I believe that's what you meant by four by 10, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Four, four days, 10 hours, plus being a real estate agent on the side in the, or in the evenings and on the weekends to transitioning from that job to a full-time real estate agent who's now got a brokerage and putting together deals, a 19-unit deal. I love that we got into the specifics of the deal structure, the business model, the debt that you have on the property, and some challenges that you've come across and how you're working through those challenges, as well as the fourplex too. So congrats on all you've done so far and really grateful you're on the show. Thanks again for being on the show and we'll talk to you soon. Awesome. Thank you, Joe. It was great chatting with you. Finally, there's a simple way to track rental performance. Stessa, our best ever sponsor, lets real estate investors track, manage, and communicate the performance of our real estate portfolios for free. Go to stessa.com forward slash best ever. You'll always know how your properties are performing with this dashboard. It's a beautiful looking dashboard. And it will help you save time with smarter income and expense tracking. You don't have to do any more data entry. Just upload the stuff directly from your phone. It tracks it in real time. Get organized for tax time with tax-ready financials so you can download them instantly. This thing was built 
by investors for real estate investors. It's been featured in all the publications you can think of. To get set up with your free account, just add your properties, link your accounts, and everything else updates in real time. Stessa.com forward slash best ever. S-T-E-S-S-A.com forward slash best ever to get started.